This podcast contains explicit content only intended for mature listeners who will not be offended by graphic depictions of sex acts between consenting adults. Welcome to The Playroom, where no topic is off-limits. We are just an average couple living a not-so-average life. We talk about living in the lifestyle, the good, the bad, the sexy, and everything in between. We are not doctors or anything of the sort. We just talk about our experiences and opinions. Come inside, get sexy, and join us for another episode of The Playroom. Hello everyone, welcome back. Hi guys. Tonight we are going to be talking about mistakes. Some of the mistakes that we have made and some of the mistakes that we have experienced with couples. But first, we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been up to lately. Yeah, we've uh, since been back from Jamaica. We've gone to a party that was a lifestyle party. A couple that was in Jamaica with us actually invited us. So Birthday party. Yeah, it was a birthday. A lot of fun. Went to dinner first. Several couples there. So there were probably 10 or 12 couples at dinner. And then we went to their house after. It was an animal party, so that was really fun to dress up. And, yeah, um, it was great because we already had the theme night costume from Hedo, and we just added to it. Yeah, it was perfect. It was great because that party was fun. We had we had several people that we knew there, but we haven't done a whole lot since then. We've been mostly hanging out together. Well, I've had a terrible rash since Tito, which is ridiculous but from strep throat yeah from, he didn't know he had strep no i had no clue so i've been to the dermatologist four times it's head to toe full body rash oh, it's been terrible <laughs> so it has limited our play to say the least <laughs> and uh limited everything that i've been able to do really finally it's looking better we're around in the corner on it after Almost a month. A month? <laughs> it's horrible. Horrible. We have been on a date with a really super cool couple. We've actually been doing something a little new. We started talking to a single guy a lot. Yeah. So more of a, not boyfriend yet, but definitely someone that's... Courting. Yeah. More of a part of our life than typically. Not just a normal play and leave session. We've uh, had him over for dinner and hung out, had a great time. Callie and he, he have been talking quite a bit. And we have a group chat going, so we talk a lot in that amongst ourselves. And then Callie also Snapchats with him, so it's... A little bit. It's new. It's yeah, very new. Very new. So we're filling that out and We've seeing how it's going. We've been talking for almost a month now. Yeah, and we haven't played at all. Nope. We've had one kiss. <laughs> yeah. So, we're definitely taking this one a little slower than normal. It's been very different. And very unique compared to what we typically do. Usually, we're fucking fast. And, and then, then we don't chat a whole lot. And then lot. we don't talk anymore, usually. It, we try to, but, it you know, sometimes it, it works, sometimes it doesn't. You see him out, you'll say, hey, talk, meet up, do whatever. Yeah. But not like the everyday chatting, What like, what are you doing? More of a relationship type uh, experiment for us. I think it's it's definitely unique for us. It's not the 
It's just totally different. It is. So first of all, I think I'm going to talk about some of the mistakes that I make or have made in the past. Cage got upset at me a couple times, I think, for sending pictures to other people and not sending them to him first. Yeah, I was uh, in the beginning, and it still bothers me now, I think, sometimes, but I, I tell her if you're going to send a picture, I would rather, I want to see what you're sending or I want to have a picture of it. So I don't feel like you're sending them something you wouldn't send me. So it's for me, just a, a personal thing. I, I would rather have the picture too. It's, it's all preference, but that's, that's just my choice. I think another thing that I do, I try hard not to, but it's really hard for me. I push cage I think too fast or push. I don't know. I wouldn't say the boundaries, but push. No, she I'm just more pushes, of the driver. Yeah, she pushes my comfort level to the edge sometimes, which is not necessarily a bad thing in certain aspects. But in some things, I have to rein her back and say, "Whoa, you're way ahead of me on this." But especially with the single guy thing, it's it's fun for both of us, and we both have a good time with him. But she gets a lot of feelings that I don't necessarily get from it. And that was part of the explaining I had to do in the conversations we've had is you get the new relationship feelings and enjoyment of that new vibe of everything being brand new and fun and exciting and tingly. And everybody knows what that feels like. And I don't necessarily get those because I do get a new friend and I do enjoy hanging out with him, but I'm not going to make out with him and, that's just not my thing personally. So I don't necessarily get those same feelings that she gets. So that's, she's moving a little quicker in that aspect of it than I am. And it, she was a little upset and didn't understand why. And we talked about it and I was upset about it because I felt like she was doing things I didn't want her to. It's been fast. Um, yeah. But not fast because we haven't played or anything. But we have talked every day about it. How are you feeling? What can I do? Is there anything that I can do better or different or more? And honest to God, the play comfort. aspect of this is like so minimal to me. Like, I I don't care if they fuck. That's fine. The fucking is nothing to me compared to the emotional side of it. And the, the part that where you actually have feelings for someone else rather than just me and Callie having feelings for one another. She has feelings for him and I have different feelings and it, you know... Very, very different. The play is not the problem, for sure. <laughs> we just finished listening to Opening Up Again. I just, this whole lifestyle feels so natural to me. It just feels like this is the way life should be. I don't have a limit on my love. Like, just because I'm giving somebody 2% of my day doesn't mean that I'm taking away that 2% of your day from you. Like you're not getting any less of me because he's getting a little more of me. It just feels so natural to me. And I think in our whole experience, like I just take off running and Cage has to catch up like, hey, hold on, <laughs> come yeah. back. Like you just push me hard and fast. Like we have moved so fast in the lifestyle for how long we've been in it. Yeah, I mean, we're at a place where some couples never get and in the aspect of being able to have a boyfriend play separately, do things that 
most couples, especially couples that are only in it for two years that... Not even two Not years. even two yet, but almost two years that you... I would have never imagined looking back at it in the beginning when we started that we'd be here right now and we've moved super fast, but at the same time, we've moved at a pace that we were both comfortable with and we talked about it. We made certain we were both on board before we moved to that next level. We do really good about talking. If you're uncomfortable or if I'm uncomfortable or if I'm not understanding the way you're thinking, I think we try really hard to understand what is the problem? What is this fear triggering? What is this jealousy triggering? What scares you about this the most? Like, what can I do different? And I'm a person that does things for Callie's happiness. So I think sometimes I will do things that I'm not necessarily 100% on board with just to make her happy because her happiness makes me happy. That's what drives me being happy. And which sounds crazy to some people, but that's absolutely the number one thing that makes me happy is seeing her satisfied and happy. So I have to check myself every now and then to make sure I'm not doing something that I'm not necessarily comfortable with just because she wants to and I know it's going to make her happy. And that's never the right reason to do it for. No, I am like, don't do that. Your happiness matters. Don't. Just do something because I want to do it. I want it to be both of our decisions. Like, this is a team. It needs to be both of us. We both have to be comfortable. Yeah, you can't ever sacrifice your own happiness or your own comfort level for your partner. Especially without talking about it and having those conversations. Because I think if you have those conversations with your partner, then you're going to find out that they understand They probably feel the same way you do. They may just move at a different pace than you do and hide it a little better than you do. But everybody has the same general feelings about things. And so I think if you talk it out nine times out of ten, you're going to probably come to common ground somewhere in it. Let's talk. So I think both of us will talk to people and not tell each other who we're talking to or when it happens. I think we're both guilty of that. Yeah, we we both had those kick conversations during the day. And innocently enough for both of us, I think most of the time it's we just don't think to say it at the time. And then you think about it the next day or that night and you're like, oh, yeah, hey, I talked to so and so today for, you know, 30, 40 minutes. But I forgot to tell you. And it typically will upset one of us because I think I get less upset about it than Callie does a lot of times because she wants to know everybody I've talked to and when and what I've talked about. Whereas I've gotten to the point I don't necessarily want to know about it a lot of times. <laughs> and it's due to the conversations. I think I'll I'll read into the conversations more than I should. And it just it's better sometimes if I just don't see them. But I know about it. She tells me, hey, I spoke with so-and-so today. Not a big deal. Let's talk a little bit about some of the mistakes you've made. Boy, that's a laundry list. (laughs) But I think for me, a big one recently. Like three months ago recently? Yeah. Well, even more recent than that. The So I had a Tinder account without Callie knowing. And 
stupidly of me. I should have told her and it would have been fine and we would have talked about it. And and I, honest to God, did it for more of an ego-driven thing of do you still have it? Are you still good looking? Are you still attractive? I think a lot of guys go through this, especially at my age. You want to know if you're still relevant because, you know, there's younger guys out there, better looking guys, and you want to know if you're still attractive and, you know, girls like you. Do you, you know, do you make, do you, do you have that still? Do you have it? It. Did it make you feel better? No, absolutely not. And I. So believe- here's how I found out about <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Pulled up his bank account. He pulled his bank account up to show me something. The first transaction on there said Tinder something, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, why is Tinder charging you? I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's coming out of your bank account. Why is Tinder charging you? I don't know. Um, What do you mean you don't know? Google on his email comes up. I'm like, oh, you spend months. Tinder Plus charges you $20 a month for months. I don't know why they do that. Is there a phone number you can call? Um, Tinder doesn't just automatically come out of your bank account. You have to sign up for it. So I was lying about it to her, which was the mistake. And it was really a stupid move on my part because I should have just been upfront and honest and there would have been no problem. Even at that point, I made the mistake of not just coming clean and being honest about it. Fortunately for me, Callie is very forgiving and... I left him. Yeah. I went to and stayed at the night in the hotel. I was done. Yeah, she was leaving. Because and... I cannot be with no. someone who lies to me. It's happened before. He had ads, ads on Craigslist. Um, couples, he was going to be a single guy and go meet with couples, talking yeah. to single people. And I had no idea. Had it been something, hey, I want to do this. We're going to, like, I'm going to post an ad. We're going to, yeah. okay, whatever. I don't care. Do your thing. Tell me about it. Don't your email pop up when I'm going to email a podcast episode and I'm like, Craigslist, this person, who is this? And then lie to me about it. I don't know. I don't know who that is. That's my problem. My problem is lying. You cannot lie. I cannot do it. It's foolish. And truly, if, if you're in a lifestyle relationship, your number one thing is trust. So if you break that trust, then... How do you continue is the problem. Fortunately for me, Callie is forgiving and is letting me earn her trust back. <laughs> so I'm trying my best to do that. And I, I don't honestly don't have secrets that I that I've had in the past with people with her. It's it's been open and. She knows more about me than anybody in this world does, and I've never been so open with anybody. But it was still, I think, traces, and we, me and Callie talked about this. I think it was traces of past relationships, and you've hid stuff, and you've been dishonest your whole life. And then you come into a relationship where you're completely open about it. It's it's hard to 100% give that up, I think, and that was the the remnants of what I had left and what I did. And it was just stupid. And I made a mistake and fucked up and she forgave me and I won't fuck up again. But I learned a valuable lesson in it about trust and about her and how she relies on trust 
more than anything in a relationship and it's not about it's not anything about what I say or how I tell her it's about what I do and my actions or that, what you want to do I yeah. would I will support you in doing anything you want to do yeah and there's nothing in this world that I couldn't tell her I wanted to go do and she wouldn't let me go do maybe we have to have some conversations about it but at some point we're gonna be okay you just have to tell me and be honest yeah so for all you people out there men men and women women i mean it's not just you know i was a stupid man at that time but i i think women do it too and you know callie's had spurts of it with an ex-boyfriend that she's or guy she saw that she sent some sexy pictures too and didn't tell me till the next day but she did come clean and tell me so that was and the that's difference. the difference yeah i have to find out from stupid ways instead of you just telling me yeah and that was the difference she came clean and told me whereas i didn't and i made the mistake of not being open and honest about it so i've learned my lesson i'm uh, i'm being <laughs> better and i'm doing better so our relationship's better now than it ever has been i think going it's it's, it's moving growing. yeah moving forward progressing another thing that cage does that drives me crazy is doing one thing and telling me something opposite so for instance there was this girl that he was private chatting with a ton like they were constantly talking all day long and i'm like well like tell me like what what does it mean oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter to me i don't care and i'm like okay so that again was my problem is you're telling me that it doesn't matter but it obviously does just tell me that it matters it doesn't matter i don't care driving home one night in a snowstorm i was following him you couldn't see the lines on the road but he's texting her good night i'm like but it doesn't matter but you're risking your life texting in a snowstorm driving home i don't know that's my problem is like he will say one thing like oh it doesn't matter to me or oh i don't know doesn't bother me and then he just does the complete opposite and just to preface that i did that in the beginning a lot i don't really do that it is true you have gotten so much better because it drove me insane yeah it was a it was a cause of many fights like your actions need to be what your words are you can't just tell me a bunch of shit and it doesn't matter you need to prove with your actions and they have to mean something to me yeah so i've learned learned a lot in the last year and a half a little over a year and a half that i've i have to prove to her with my actions what i'm saying not necessarily say one thing to another or or tell me something all day long you can tell me something all day long but i'm not going to believe you until your actions no until you do it yeah in the very very beginning probably what two months in yeah it was actually yeah probably the first couple we full swapped with yeah ever yeah so she called and they were having some problems fighting something and so she asked callie could she come up for the night with her friend and stay at our house and of course callie being the nice person she was said yes we had work the next day it was a work day um she said they can come up stay we're not doing anything we're going to bed whatever so they did they came up that night and no play happened no play we all went to bed we did sleep all in the same bed went to bed everybody (laughs) slept got up the next morning and callie was going to work and i told her i was going to go to work but late 
Well, first it was like that. I can't miss work. I have to be there early. Yeah, yeah. So I have to be at work. I have to be there. And then it was, oh, I'm gonna be at work late. Yeah. Then I drug it out and said I'm gonna be at work late. And then it drug out to I was not probably going to work at all, but Callie had gone to work. And, and so I felt like, oh, well, as soon as she goes to work, like we can play and have fun. Like, hurry, get her to work. Like, don't. And even though it's in her head, it felt like that. That wasn't necessarily what I was thinking, but. Because, again, he's telling me I got to be at work early. Yeah. But then not going to work. Yeah. And so she leaves and. Then, then, of course, we had been with this girl previously, and so I had sex with her, and it was it was horrible because then I had to tell Callie that I'd had sex with her because I couldn't, I, I didn't lie to her about it at all. I will say that. <laughs> it was, uh, it was terrible, like the worst thing I've ever had to tell her. Had he asked, hey, do you mind if I play around, or... You know, what What are your thoughts, maybe, yeah, instead of just... There was no conversation. It just happened, and... That is the only other time I've ever left. Yeah. So, she was done then, and I went to her work and talked to her, and we worked it out, fortunately. I think had it been somebody we hadn't ever played with, it probably would have been done, for sure. Yeah. But she did know her... And all I ask is, hey, what do you care? Do you care? Do you mind? Would this be okay? Yeah. And it was that was in the beginning. So I I didn't have the common sense with her and our relationship wasn't at a point where I I even knew then where I stood with her. So it was it was all still very new. And fortunately, it didn't tear a relationship apart. But there again, it's being open and honest with your partner and telling them what you want. Yeah. What do have you, that conversation. Yeah, what do you if you want to do it, tell them. Because the worst thing to say is no, but at least you have the conversation and you know no, where the they stand. No, the worst thing to do is you go do it and not have Well, no, no, I'm just permission. saying Yeah, absolutely the worst thing you can do, <laughs> but I'm saying the worst thing that could happen with you and your partner is you you say no and you work it out later and it's okay, but you guys had the conversation. Right. Another thing that I would say I'm bad at, but you're not so bad at cuz you're really good at picking up on other people's cues. There will be, like, signals or cues, and I am just completely oblivious. Yeah, it's sometimes it's hard because I'm just a people observer, I think, whereas Callie's in the moment and having fun, not necessarily watching everybody. So I will be watching the room, seeing how people are reacting, body language, facial expressions, how she is watching Callie as she touches her husband. (laughs) I mean, it could be anything. I just really observe those things and watch it because I think it tells you a lot about the situation you're in. He is very, very, very good at that. When we were in Hedo, there was some drama that happened, which I didn't think it was a big deal. Um, Cage and her had the conversation the next day about it what exactly yeah and so what what had happened Callie was with her boyfriend I was with her we had gotten finished and we both finished up pretty close at the same time we were in the same bed same room and so he laid 
on Callie's stomach, and I believe he was singing, so it was very, to her, it was very personal, and he had only done that, very intimate with her. He had only done that with her, she told me, so it affected her in a way that she felt like they needed to be separate and get away from each other and break because it was just getting to the point where she didn't feel comfortable, which I understand because those things that happen when you've never seen it happen with somebody, I've had it happen with Callie. She's had it happen with me. Um, When those things happen, it's very, very hard to control your emotions and to understand why they're doing it. And I think sometimes you have to break and have a conversation of a decompress why are you doing this this is what i saw this is what i didn't like this is what you did and be able to have that conversation but it's it's very hard in the moment and i could tell she was very anxious she wanted them to be separated so i moved callie in the direction of hey let's let's get it going you know because apparently she said my name or his name yeah she she had called his name to try to get him to come to her and he wasn't responding because he'd been drinking and it, you know, wasn't necessarily anybody's fault, but it felt like it was him not paying, paying her attention and not responding to her like he should have, which I, I get totally. And I feel so bad about, I had no idea. No, no. And it, it's a conversation we had later with her. And that's what I tried to explain to her is Callie would never intentionally do something to, to cause a problem with your relationship or that she was just oblivious to what was going on. She thought it was, yeah, she (laughs) thought it was just, you know, normal cuddling after and whatever. It was okay. Whereas I saw a totally different story unfolding. So I, I immediately diffused it and separated everybody and we left and it, it caused a little bit of a problem afterwards that she wasn't comfortable with, Callie because she felt like she couldn't trust trust him him with her and which I I understand I mean everybody has their own way of feeling about it and we totally respect that if if that's the way you feel then we definitely want you to be 100% comfortable and and trust us because we're 100% with one another we don't want anybody else we will play with everybody and have a great time but at the end of the day, our um, relationship yeah. is number one. Yeah. And probably about a week after we got back, he got a private message from her, which they don't do that apparently. But she sent him a message asking him about that situation and about another situation, which I still don't fully understand what happened. We were up at the pool deck one night and him and I had walked to the bar to go get a drink. And I guess he stopped or I stopped to talk to somebody on the way back to Cage and her. And I left him and just went back to them. Yeah. And then it upset him. Yeah, because he felt like, I guess, they were, the way I understood it, they were with us and they trusted us. So they know Kelly just stuck her fingers in my nose and it smells like pussy and it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Sorry, but they, I hated to break for that, but it was worth it. But they, they trusted us. They were with us that night hanging out and 
Callie had left him, so they felt like, like we betrayed. We I betrayed their trust. Betrayed their again. trust, right? So, and I had no idea. I literally had no idea. Yeah. Had we had a conversation before, or like when we got there, like, hey, you know, you guys are like one of our couples. Like, you're good. Will you just stick together if we separate? Yeah. Perfect. Yep. Totally. No Absolutely. big deal. So the point of the conversation, that's what I told her was. Anytime that happens, let's have a conversation first. It's better to know it. That way we're in the know of what's going on. And we know the rules and boundaries. Yeah, we can can follow them. Exactly. Exactly. We will respect anything you wish, but we do have to know because if I don't know. Yeah, we, we don't, we're not mind readers and we're like everyone. Everybody is so different in this lifestyle. You can never know what somebody's boundaries or what will upset them. So, be upfront with your couples you play with, or even if you're dating, hanging out. Be upfront with them. Have the conversations about what your boundaries are, what you need out of this. If there are any things that may cause you to have stress, let them know. Be upfront. Yes, I agree. Another thing that happened probably recently, probably about six, eight months ago, we had played with a couple. And they were really nice. So we met them at the bar and then we played. We did not play that night. We left. We had a really good time. And then the next night we played. Did we go to their house the next night? Uh, Or was it the next weekend? I think it was the next weekend, yeah. It was close. We had chatted. We had talked a lot. We went to their place. It was really good. We did separate room. So him and I were in their bed and then Cage and her were downstairs. Yeah. And it was good. Oh, yeah. We had a great time. It was really fun. Great sex. It was fun. You and probably know. like two weeks later, maybe, we they wanted to hang out again. So we went to dinner, and she was kind of being a little off. I, I would say, say, yeah, standoffish, not not herself, not she who wasn't she was like normally. With cage or and she kind of just like stuck to me, which is fine. I mean, I don't care at all. We talked. We had fun. It was good dinner. And then we got back to their house, and she just was completely different. Yeah, she wasn't, definitely wasn't into me that night. She was... Not in the mood to play not in the at mood, all. Yeah, not in the mood to play. I picked up on it immediately, even before we got there. And so she was definitely acting funny when we got back to their house because I think she was trying to... Do the, it for him. Yeah. She was going to play just because she could tell he wanted to play with Callie and he was so into her. And so she was going to do it, but she was pissed about it. She took some anxiety medicine, which is fine. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, you always have to take care of you first, but don't do it if you're not feeling it. No. So we were all kind of laying on the couch. She was not touching Cage at all. No. He was all over me, like laying behind me, trying to take my bra off. And I was picking up on the vibe. Like, for once in my life, I was picking up on the vibe, and I was like, no, don't take my bra off. Like, hmm. And then she got up and said something, and I was just like, oh, my. Yeah, it was a a statement that was pointed toward us, not me, but them. And she went upstairs, and he proceeded to tell me, hey, why don't you go upstairs and check on her? (laughs) And I was like, hell no. I was like, you need to go talk to your wife, and I'm not going to be the one to do it for you. You need to go handle that situation. As soon as he went upstairs, I was like, we're leaving. Like, yeah. I I don't want to do this. Are you sure? Like, are you sure you don't want to stay? I'm like, nope, nope. We are leaving. I was just being honest with uh-uh. like, okay, 
you know, so we'd made a decision to leave and we, we got our shit together and left Girls very get quickly. So jealous of me and it sucks. I don't know how to make them not jealous or yeah. make them understand that I'm not going to take your man or replace you at all. No. And we've dealt with it several times, but it's it's hard. I mean, for girls, I think it's hard to have another pretty girl and somebody that you feel like you're in competition with sometimes. It's not a competition, though. You've got to look at it as... It's just fun. Yeah, we're there We're here all. to just have fun. We're going to enjoy for a minute, it. Yeah. And we're going to leave together, and we will always leave together. Yeah, no doubt about it. Even if she leaves and goes somewhere else, she's always coming back to me. No matter what, and vice versa. I mean, I'm always coming back to her no matter what. No matter what anybody does, nobody's going to give me what she does, period. Another thing, I hate to use this expression because I don't feel like it's accurate, but taking one for the team. Yeah. Um, We've definitely made that mistake before. Like, we're in that situation. They got a hotel room. Like, we're here. We've been drinking. Like, there's this expectation that we're going to play. And then you you don't want them to feel bad, and so you play, but then you know it's never going to happen again because you weren't into it. Yeah. It's terrible. It's not It is fun. so terrible. Especially in the beginning, we were so anxious, like, oh, these people want to fuck us. Like, we got to fuck them. Yeah. doesn't matter. We were going to fuck them no matter what. So. <laughs> it was so dumb. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But we did it, and we learned from it. But it's it's easy to do because I think a lot of people do it for their partner. Or there has been times where I have thought – Cage was super into the girl. And so I'm like, I'm okay. Like, this wouldn't be my first pick, but it's not going to be the death of me by any means. Like, it's like, all right. Like, it's average. Yeah. We'll do yeah. it because I feel like he's super into her. And then we get to the car and I'm like, oh, like, how was it? I didn't want to stop anything. He's like, are you kidding? Like, I didn't. Like, I was not into her at all. <laughs> it sucked. <laughs> and it was... So stupid. Like, we can maybe kiss and, like, touch a little and you'll know. Yeah. If you're into it or wanting it. Very quickly. Before it goes any farther, hey, will you run to the bathroom with me really quick? Yeah. Are a, you okay? Do you want this? Like, scale of one to ten? What yeah. is it? Have a conversation. And it's like we talked about in other episodes. Have a have a code word. Have a sign, a signal. Go to the bathroom. Take a smoke break. Whatever, whoever does, you know, it's... Have your thing as a couple that you do so you can have that conversation and don't make those mistakes. It's it's very easy to do, and everybody's done it. And I think everybody's taken one for their partner as well, and not even in the aspect of what Callie was talking about, but because you think they're so into them and you want them to have what they want, and they are into that guy or girl, and so you want that for them because they want it so bad, but... In the end, it is never worth you taking one for the team and being with someone that you don't want to be with. That's true. Never do that. I think our big one, uh, it's, I would say fairly recent. It wasn't too long back. For me, we had a condom incident. <laughs> I'll call it the condom incident. <laughs> and it was... With a couple that we really like, we hang out with a lot. That's um, true. Great people. Yes, they are so awesome. <clears throat> it was the first time we'd played with them, so it was really new and really exciting. And Same bed. We were in our bed. Yeah, we were in our bed. Uh, he was 
I don't know if I would say struggling to get hard. Yeah, it was on and off, I would say. He was having to have his wife come in and help a little. Which is fine. Which is great. I mean, that's awesome. If that's what you need, do it. Right. And so I was just letting her go do her thing with her. But I noticed about, I don't know if it was halfway or probably, yeah, probably halfway through our play session that he didn't have a condom on. And we had had this conversation like before this, like, hey, condoms. That's our rule. Yeah, we don't play without condoms. And I see it and I'm like, hmm, I don't know how to say it, but I'm like, I look at Kelly, I was like, are we fucking without condoms? And she kind of looks at me like, what? And I'm just like, all right, whatever. And we continue on, and it it finishes, we, we get done, and it rocks on for about... Rocks on? Yeah, it rocks on for about a <laughs> week or two that we've talked to them had conversations through kick we're still chatting i was previous to this yeah or after 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 this so after this we were talking to him and i was just upset the whole time because i felt like she did it knowingly or he did it knowingly and it was bothering the shit out of me and so he could tell i was upset about it but then it came out that he came inside her. Oh, yeah. And, and I did not know that. And she Because I know. was trying really hard to make him come, but I couldn't. Yeah. I'm like, shit, like, I fucking hate if a guy doesn't come because I feel like I haven't done my job. And I was like, what the hell? I, like, tried. And yeah. he just didn't come. And I feel bad because, like, they were finished and... Cage and her were downstairs, and we were just up here alone, like, trying to finish, and yeah. I felt really bad. And then <laughs> afterward, and we that's like, talking. Yeah, that's, like, mine and Callie's number one rule. Like, I don't have many rules, but there is nobody coming inside you. That's, with a condom on, it's fine. Yeah, whatever, with a condom on. But not without a condom ever, ever is that happening. Like, that is my number one rule. And he broke that too. Because I te- we were texting, and I'm like, "Hi, I feel so bad. I didn't make you come." He's like, "What?" Yeah, he's like, "Oh, like, I did inside you." What? And I'm like, "She sends me the message, and I almost lose my fucking mind." It was bad. Yeah, it was, and I don't, I don't blow up often, but when I do, it's pretty bad. Like I've got a terrible temper. Like it goes from zero to. 1000 in a second but I had to control it and understand that she did not know that he did that and so it wasn't her fault even though I wanted it to be I think at the time a little bit because I was like you knew about it but in that it wasn't her fault she didn't know and he didn't tell her and he didn't tell either one of us so I felt like he broke my trust and it's been really hard for me to to get that back for him but i'm really trying hard and i've been to their house a lot and yeah we go over there for dinner we haven't played again with all they have a lot of vanilla friends yeah they're really great group i mean we love hanging out with them but it's been very hard for me to go back and play with them again 
I think we will eventually. I don't doubt we will. But they're really awesome. They're a really great couple. Yeah, yeah, they are. And I think he now understands. He knows. Yeah. Like he definitely knows. He knows where I stand, where Callie stands, and this is not acceptable and we won't do it again moving forward. Or we won't see him again if they do. In the beginning, I would say we played with couples a, not a lot without condoms, but we were stupid. We were stupid in the beginning. Like, yeah. oh, it's okay. It doesn't really matter. Feels so much better without it, but yeah. you, when you get to a level where you're playing a lot, it you look back and you're like, you cannot do this and be safe, and that's why we've been advocates of playing with condoms only, and we will not play without condoms now, ever. I mean, it's it's just that's it just takes part one of, time. Yeah, and what I told Kelly is, what if you wouldn't have been on birth control? Right. He had no clue whether you were or weren't. Right. And they could have been. We had talked about it. No, we never had that conversation because we were wearing condoms. Yeah. So we didn't have to have that conversation. But fortunately, she is, and we didn't have to worry about it. But there are those cases. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wouldn't, you know, what would you have done? Not 100% guaranteed. No, absolutely not. So be safe. Play with condoms only. Don't ever, ever, ever play without condoms it's, i mean nobody wants any sexually transmitted yeah, infections no no stis nobody wants to deal with that plenty and of like us, how embarrassing yeah. to be like oh well i went and got tested and i'm positive for this so you should probably want to go get tested too exactly with all the couples you play with and then they have to tell all the couples they play with it's oh, just man. not worth that's it. not a conversation you want to have Ever. so be safe. Don't do it. It's not we worth it. We get tested regularly. Yeah. We alternate typically. I'll get tested. She'll get tested. And it's very, very frequently that we do it because we do stay active a lot. So we try to keep it on the up and up and make sure we're both healthy and not not have any STIs. You know, even though we're very, very safe about it now, it's still a concern. I listened to a podcast or something, a book, maybe it was opening up when she talked about getting tested. So you want to ask when you do go get tested, what all are you testing me for? Because they will only do like a couple of the, the main ones. They won't do everything unless you ask for it. And it is a little more expensive to do the full test, but worth your money and time to do it. Get the full test. Gonorrhea, chlamydia, syphilis, there's H. PV, yeah, which is the human papillomavirus, and then there's HBV, HIV, AIDS. I mean, there's so much. You just want to make sure you're you have knowledge of what exactly they are testing for. Ask what all they offer. Do your research. Go in. Yeah. Look it up. I mean, Google's your friend. You I mean, can Google everything you need to know about STIs yeah. and how to test for them. Not a fun conversation. So I've been tested since we were in Jamaica. And I go in, there's a woman doctor there. Of course, I'm hoping it's the woman doctor. It's not. It's this hot young doctor. And I'm like, okay. He walks in the room and I kind of giggle. And I'm like, of course it has to be you. It couldn't be the female doctor. Oh, you can come back another day. I'm like, no, I'm not coming back. I have a cold sore. I My throat is killing me. And I need to get tested. <laughs> yeah. I'm not coming back to the yeah. doctor. We're doing all this bullshit now figure it out it so i had with. to pee in a cup i had to have a the vaginal exam and i had to have my blood taken 
And then they did a strep test. And then they also did a mono test. I mean, it was legitimately, I was like, I am falling apart. You need to make sure there's everything's okay down there. Yeah. And then I, I was reading his notes afterward in my in my portal thing, my patient portal. And he's like, patient recently visited an adult-only resort in Jamaica. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh, my god. And she told him multiple times, I'm in a non-monogamous relationship. Oh, people do things to sabotage that. Like, they'll poke holes in condoms and blah. And I'm like, listen, you are so narrow-minded. That is not what I'm worried about. It's just something that we do regularly to make sure everything's good and everything's okay. It's not because I'm worried or it's not because I feel like somebody would ever do that. It's just something you do regularly when you don't have sex with one person for your whole life. Yeah, we get checked. It's it's normal. He just couldn't understand that. And I'm like, I'm not like, it's... It was just really You funny. have to understand where we live, too. So it's very, very religious here. So you have to be cautious of what you say because they typically don't understand no. what you're talking about. No. Or where you're coming from with it. So they don't understand the terminology, what you're talking about. <laughs> they don't How somebody could do that. What yeah. even probably non-monogamous means. I'm, I don't know. You, no. He's a doctor, so you would hope that they would know. And you're definitely not going to say, I'm in the lifestyle, because they're going to not understand Or a that. swinger. They're not going to understand <laughs> what that is either. No. Like, listen, we're open. I'm just doing a checkup. Please test me for all the STIs. <laughs> Get in my vagina. Take my blood. Thank you. <laughs> I've heard her say that before. Get in my vagina. And take my blood. <laughs> well. <laughs> That's. Only if you're Eric Northman. Oh, anytime. <laughs> True blood reference for all you nerds he out there. You could do that. You can take my blood. You can do whatever you so, wanted. So, <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, it's it's fun. We we've we've had a good time since we've been back. It's it's been a lot of fun on this new journey. We're learning a lot about each other, I think, again. Yesterday I went to go buy some beer and I bought I could not find what beer he wanted. Or liked. I, I don't know. I just, I, I'm not a beer connoisseur. And so I had no idea. And so I tried to call him and then he didn't answer. And so I Googled it. I called Cage. I'm like, ha, what? I don't know what to do. What kind? Why are you buying him beer? He can buy his own beer. And I'm like, oh, what's wrong with you? Let's talk about it. What are you feeling? So it's new. Yeah. We're learning. And it's always that first time, right, when something happens and you're like, oh, wait a minute, I don't know how to feel about this. My brain is telling me that this is wrong. And then it happens again and you're like, oh, okay, nothing changed. I'm okay. Our relationship is okay. And then yeah. it happens again and you just get more comfortable with it. The more it happens and the more time goes on, I think. Yeah, and it's it's the redundancy of it. And also when it's not something you're new to, I think those are the ones that get me the most is when I see her do something that she's never done before. She's never talked to a guy on the phone before, ever, ever. Uh, yeah, he called me back last night because he missed my phone call when I tried to call. So he called me back last night. And, I mean, we chatted for, like, four minutes, maybe. It was not a big deal. Like, oh, hey, what are you doing? He hurt his back. I'm like, how's your back feeling? Sorry, I hope, because I sent him a picture of some random-ass beer. And I'm like, hopefully that works. That's what I got you. Cage came in and he's like, who are you talking to? And I'm like, him? And he's like, oh. I was like oh. Yeah, it pissed me off a little bit, but whatever. <laughs> I got over it. We're learning. Yeah, it's it's challenging growing. and growing. If you're not. If you're not uncomfortable. 
you're then not you're growing. not growing by any means. It's true. If you're living comfortably in this lifestyle, that's fine. That's great, but most of the time you're staying where you are because moving and changing a lot of times is uncomfortable. Rewiring your brain is uncomfortable. So those things take time and they take effort. And repeatability. Yeah, you have to repeat and do and do and do and have lots of talks, lots of conversations about lots it. Lots of open talks. In the very beginning, I was not okay with him chatting girls privately. Like, it really bothered me, I think. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. And I'm like, oh, okay, he talked to her all day, but we still talked and we're still good and he still wants me. Okay. The next day. Oh, Okay. And then it just happened, and it happened, and then the more it happened, the more I'm like, oh, okay. Like, our relationship isn't changing. This is okay. You've just been taught your whole life that this is wrong. So in your head, it's like, no, 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 what are you doing? Stop. Yeah, it makes it feel very wrong internally. It happens, and you're like, oh, we're okay. That was okay. It's okay. (laughs) You have to reassure one another that, this isn't going to change your relationship and you have to make those moves and those do those things that makes your partner be reassured that it's not. Because I think a lot of times we miss the reassurance or we neglect to reassure our partner and it can cause those feelings to come about. With this whole second boyfriend wanting thing, I have tried really, really, really hard to reassure Cage every single day. Like, I love you. You're the person I want to spend my life with. I don't know what this is going to be. So let's just let it be what it is. And whatever happens, if it it happens, like, we can't worry about it. You're the one I want to spend my life with. We're okay. This is not taking any of me away from you. This isn't hurting you. I don't want it to hurt you. We are okay. Let's talk through it. And she would stop out. if I wanted her to, I think. I would. I mean, without a doubt, there would be no question. But I'm also not going to give up on it that easily either. Because I know it's something she is very interested in. So I feel like I'm at a point where I can move through those challenges and figure myself out and the feelings I'm having with Callie we can figure those things out together and, and move through it pretty easily. It's just taking some time. It's not a fast process for me on this. So I think rounding back to the topic today, it, it all boils down to having conversations, being 100% open and honest with one another. Don't hide things. Do not lie. <laughs> for God's sakes, do not lie. I promise you, you will find out about it eventually. Yeah. Like, there's no doubt about it. It's gonna, it will come yeah. out. So be open and honest about it now. It's going to cause a fight, probably. You're probably going to be uncomfortable for yeah. a while. You're probably going to feel like shit. But it won't be nothing compared to the way you will feel when you find out about it instead of just being honest about yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's way worse to let it build and for your partner to find out about it the wrong way. Because then it's just going to cause turmoil turmoil in your relationship. It's going to cause you to lose trust and confidence in that partner. And that's something that's not easily gained. 
especially in what we do. You right. guys know how much trust it takes to be in this lifestyle. You have to be open and honest So about everything. I promise you guys I've done everything that you could do to fuck a relationship up. I'm still here. But we've worked <laughs> through it, and we've had lots of challenges and lots of talks. But And we're so much better now than we used yeah, to be. We're, we're a thousand times better. So just because you fuck up, don't feel like you can't come back from that as a couple. Or don't be scared to just admit it. Hey, no, I fucked up. Hey, I fucked up. I'm what really I sorry. I will do whatever I can to make it right. And that's what I'm doing now. I mean, I'm just being 100% honest with her. I send her my conversations now immediately. I don't not tell her what I'm doing uh, and I don't hide things. I mean, it's just, this is what it is. And I hope we don't fight about it. But if we do, I would rather do it now than later. And you not know about it. Yep, so. I agree. Well, we enjoyed it, guys. Glad to have you back in. We're glad to be doing another episode. If you want us to talk about anything, let us know. Twitter, Absolutely. Instagram, Snapchat. Send me a quick message. Callie is blowing Twitter up, so anytime <laughs> you want to send us a message, send it to us on there. What do you want to hear? Email us. Tell us what you guys think, what you guys want. We'd love to hear what you want, what you want us to talk about. If you want to be on the show, let us know. True. We're Very absolutely true. open to you guys. We love our fans. We love you guys. You can be anonymous. You can be anonymous. We won't tell who you are. Come on, talk about yes. your experiences in the lifestyle. Thank you guys again for stopping by. We love talking with you. Hit us up, Twitter. Instagram, Snapchat. <laughs> we have plenty of outlets, so you guys email. definitely email us. Chat Whatever. us up. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks again, guys. Have a great night. Thank you for stopping by the playroom. Email us with suggestions on what you want to hear, sexy stories, comments, or any questions at talk at the playroompodcast.com. And follow us on Twitter at Playroom Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review us. Then visit our website at www.theplayroompodcast.com to enter for a chance to win a bottle of our favorite lube, pink water. Stay sexy, guys, and stop by the playroom anytime. <laughs>